Welcome into Inside the Den, your look inside Lee's McRae Athletics. Inside the Den is produced for the sole purpose of keeping Bobcat fans in the know and can be found on our website, lmcbobcats.com, or on SoundCloud. Just search Lee's McRae Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tim Hall. Welcome back, Bobcat fans, to Inside the Den. I am your host, Coach Tim Hall. And in this episode, my guest is head men's soccer coach, Shane Calvert. Shane, thanks for being on Inside the Den. Thanks for having me, man. I'm uh, I'm excited and excited to uh, to get things going and and ready, like all of us are, to, to really start getting to be able to compete. Well, you know, and we're going to talk a little bit about that because you and my cycling team and many other teams are doing a lot of scrimmaging and intra squads and things of that nature, and, and we're going to talk some about what your team has done and are going to do here coming up. But there's a lot of things happening, of course. And in my view, and I think in yours, are pretty exciting, despite what's going on in the world. You have turf coming soon. I mean, I've been keeping up with the construction out there. And I tell you what, I think the turf is actually coming this week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, You've got a new assistant coach for this fall. Uh, Those two things alone are exciting enough, don't you think? Oh, it's it's fantastic. You know, um when when our athletic director Craig McPhail sent the email out to us about the turf coming, it's actually gonna get here on Thursday, October twenty second, which is actually my birthday. So I told him oh. thanks for the present. Yeah. Ha- happy birthday. <laughs> you know, thanks, man. So um, you know, it, it's exciting. You know, our our guys, it seems like every time we let them out of practice, you know, on our practice field, they take the long way around and want to go up there and look and see what's going on. Um, you know, I, I remember the day that they made the public announcement and how excited we all are. And a lot of times in life, you get excited when something first happens and it fades. But I think that the, the energy, and I think that the excitement is building and building more and more, um, as it gets closer, as opposed to fading away, which just shows how, how special it's going to be and how special of a tree it is for our student athletes. Mm-hmm. Well, so we're really about that. Yeah, well, you know, our team, we ride up Hickory Nut Gap every day almost, and we're getting to witness it firsthand as well and seeing all the progress they're making. And uh, it definitely, yeah, it adds excitement. And, you, when man, anytime you see dirt moving and you see machines, you see people getting after it and doing their jobs, uh, it just gives you something to look forward to. And now that you have that and you have a new assistant coach, you know, how has that also, you know, injected a little bit new excitement into the team? I mean, Taylor, uh, there's not a person that bleeds green and gold more than Taylor Morton. Um, it is when when we were going through the interview process, you know, I could we, – we had to do it over the phone, of course, because everything going on. But, um, you know, he – you could just hear his excitement and you could hear how much he wants what's best for the kids here. And, and wants to really make a an impact and, and really have our, our program reach the next level. You know, um, I've said it many times and, and it's a it's a bold statement, but you know, our our goal is to is to one day make, you know, to say that that 2019 that lost the national championship final or made it all the way to the final um, and was a, an unbelievable collection of guys and, and great alums. But our goal is to one day say that's not the best team to ever play here. Mm. You know, it's and that's goal. it's a good goal. It, it, it's a lofty goal. Yep. Um, but every day we're trying to get better. We talk about that, and that's 
that's something that Taylor really believed in you know, or believes in. And, you know, that, Hey, every day we got to get better. And, um, you know, you can't waste a day and, and we're doing that. We brought in on top of Taylor, we brought in 15 new players this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, really trying to change things, but you know, I don't think there was a better person on this planet and someone who's going to give more to this program from an assistant coach role than, than Taylor will. Um, well, it you know, helps. It helps too, you know, that, he went to school here at Lee's McRae, uh, uh, played in 65 games. He knows what it means to be a Bobcat. He knows what it feels like to put that uniform on. He knows what it, what it was like playing on that old uh, grass field. Uh, and so having someone with that perspective has to bring a lot of value to the team. Uh, it's, it's huge, you know. And, you know, his, his value as an alum, his value, you know, he's a, he's a very good coach. Um, you know, and he's a, he's a really good recruiter, you know, so like I say, you know, we're, we're extremely fortunate to have somebody that kind of fits all those molds. Um, you know, we even, and, you know, thank God he's a lot younger and a lot more fit than I am. So we, we <laughs> make him play in some of the scrimmages sometimes too, and you can still see the, uh, the competitive edge. You can still see the, the ability that he has as a player. And, you know, our guys have really adapted tremendously well to him. You know, the day he walked in the door, it was as if he'd been here for 10 years, mm-hmm. you know. That's, so that's do, a, you, do you practice? Do you get out there yourself and mix it up with the team? I, I'll, I'll do some demos here and there. And there's a couple of times I've, I've thrown the boots on and got in. But, uh, but that, thank God now that Taylor's here, he's, he's the first man in if we need a coach to step <laughs> in. And then uh, I'll, I'll use Ferris secondly. And if it gets down to me, then, then one of the other teams is going to have a major advantage. <laughs> Well, I, I bring that up because my, I have plans to talk with the new assistant coaches we have here at Lee's McRae. And, you know, I, too, have a new assistant coach, uh, Zachary Gregg. And uh, he's not an alum, but he has close ties with a couple of other alums. His sister graduated from Lee's McRae and played lacrosse here. and uh, But he's, he's exactly uh, kind of like what you're describing about Taylor, just younger, uh, athletic and fit. He's actually uh, a professional road cyclist himself. And so uh, we get out there and train with the team all the time. And to be able to have him who really, uh, in the end, he's our strongest rider. Uh, and to have him uh, be out there uh, riding with the team and pushing them and all of that, it's a lot of fun. And, and I just sort of get dragged around by everybody. But uh, that's a fun part of the job for me. But we're going to do another episode soon with the assistant coaches and get more uh, of a background about Taylor and, and what he brings to the table and, and all of that. So, all right, so we got the turf, got the new assistant coach, and you've been practicing and hasn't, uh, you know, like all of our teams, it, you know, we're, we're adapting and adjusting to all of the COVID protocols and all that. But most of us are at a point now where we're beginning to – do some scrimmaging and intra-squad uh, races. You played your first scrimmage here recently. Uh, in fact, it was broadcast online, which I think was really cool. I don't know how many fans out there realize that uh, a lot of the games, or all of the games, I guess, maybe are broadcast through our website. Uh, and, you know, you had a green versus a white game. Tell us a little bit about what happened. Well, it was, it was good. You know, um, our guys really – really embrace it as a true match to the point to where we actually had to get them to calm down a little bit because they were, they were going into tackles like they would if we were playing another opponent, Mm. which is just a, 
it's a great thing because our players this year really want to be there. You know, I, when we say we've got practice, our guys wake up excited. When we go out there and train and we say, you know, our training session's over with, they ask for five more minutes. And that's, that's the mentality we need. We need players who want to just get better every day and, and who want to work. But those guys do a lot of own stuff on their own, always wanting to train, always wanting to get better. So getting to actually put a jersey on, you know, that's the first time that 15 kids had put a Lee's McCray jersey on them. Mm. Due to due to a, a few nicks here and there and due to some COVID protocol stuff, we actually had to play the game 8v8. Um, so, but it was it was good getting to see some things. And we had, we had um, you know, our, our senior captain, you know, he led his team, you know, was voted as the, the MVP of the green team. That's um, Johan Hedberg. You know, he just always brings intensity, always brings a, a – a commitment level that that you love to have from one of your captains and then uh, we actually had a freshman of the white team get the white team uh player of the game honors his name's nate phillips you know and and there's a little bit there's a few things special about nate he was the very first signee we had here you know since, since i got here mm-hmm. um on top of that you know nate actually played for me at darlington for a couple of years so it, it's a it's a special way that it's kind of come full circle but, you know, he stepped into that first game and, and really played well. Um, you know, we had a lot of guys play well. You know, a lot of freshmen are seeing things for the first time. The pace of that game was a little was a little faster, you know, than what we've had in training. And, you know, we had kids that, that really stepped up. You know, Stephon Davis was one of our leading goal scorers last year, and he went out and, you know, in the COVID world, put on 15 more pounds of pure muscle. And, you know, I think he's really ready for a tremendous breakout year. Um, you know, it, it's just, a, it's a good group. You know, mm-hmm. we brought in, you know, we brought in a couple of transfer guys to kind of help, you know, with the maturity since we knew we we're going to bring in a big class. And, you know, we got, you know, a couple of guys that, that got some minutes who have been, been banged up and trying to get, you know, through some things, but, you know, Zach Aversano came on for us and, and played really well. We, we told him we we're only going to play him 20 minutes. Um, the competitive juices of the coaches allowed him to play about 30 actually. Um, cause none of us like to lose. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was, it was good to see, and, you know, and I think overall, you know, you see that, the that we are young, you know, we got six seniors on this team this year and out of those six seniors, you know, now with the, with the COVID situation, you know, a few of them are, are discussing coming back for that extra semester since they're going to get that extra year of eligibility now. Good. Um, so it's it's a good group. I mean, I I've had more fun coaching this team than I've ever had coaching a team in the past, just because their willingness to work and get better every day. Mm-hmm. Well, you and I were talking uh, before the show about how uh, challenging it has been to uh, to put the puzzle together. You know, uh, with the different athletes. You know, you had mentioned you got some athletes who have yet to been able to travel to campus yet because they're international. Uh, you've got some injuries, uh, and I think you know. I think it's fair for us to say, hey, we've got some athletes affected by quarantines uh, who are just having to 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 stay inside their dorms and protect themselves because they've been in a contact tracing situation. Uh, yeah, what's that been like for you as a coach to contend with all of that day to day? You know, it's, it was a real challenge. You know, we, you know, you and I are not the youngest bucks when it comes to coaching and we're kind of setting our ways about stuff and we always try to get better. And I know from talking to you in the past, we both have that mindset that we can always learn to get better. But, you know, the first few weeks that we were allowed to train, 
we had to do it no contact and mm-hmm. we did it in pods. And so kind of reinventing, you know, the things that you've always done that you felt make your program successful and having to change some of those, you know, really kind of made you dive back into, you know, when you were, when you were early coach, just trying to learn things. Um, you know, there, there have been challenges, you know, we've, you know, we've had some times where we, we've had to, to pause the, our training for a little while. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that we're growing as a team because of it, you know, we've got, it, it hasn't been easy, but, you know, easy things don't make us better. Exactly. And, you know, you've got, you know, 18 to 23-year-olds who are having to change the way they've done things and, you know, the, the mental side of being affected. You know, I think our administration, our athletic training staff done a great job. I mean, we're here in late October, and, you know, we're, you know, I've got out of my 24 guys on campus, I got 22 that are, that are 21 right now that can train. You know, so I think the school's done a really good job of, of keeping keeping kids safe and keeping kids healthy here this year. And I think that was the challenge coming in. You know, every day we get to practice is a win for us. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of wins. You know, we've been able to train quite a bit this year, even if it's been small numbers. You know, and I think a big part of that is because, you know, our again, our administration, our AT staff has really, you know, really held the kids to a standard and really put some things in place you know, and, and put it in a situation to where we could all use this, this semester to get better as opposed to having just punt on it. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that, uh, you alluded to earlier, just about that excitement of the athletes ready to get after it and the work they're willing to do. And I think all of the kids, us coaches included, you know, went through a little bit of a funk in the early summer. And then we began to see some, uh, and here's some good news about what was possible for this fall. And and then I think all the athletes began to ramp things up. I know our kids did on the cycling team. And, you know, they may have slacked off that training a little bit when they were on lockdown and no races were happening, no games are happening. But then leading up to team camps and coming to campus, uh, boy, I, it sounds like you and I know we have, there's just been this uh, mindset of, we're, we're going to work. We're going to work right now. And the message I've been telling our team is, you know, the teams that are going to have success in 2021 are the ones that took full advantage of all the opportunities they had during these, you know, these three or four months where they could work together. Uh, it may not be glamorous, but it sure beats sitting at home. And if we use this time wisely, it's going to set us up for success in 2021. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, and it's been unique. You know, some of our kids, most of our kids, when they've been in quarantine, you know, we get a text message, hey, you know, can you leave a ball outside my door so I can at least, you know, mm. juggle and, and, you know, do something. And, you know, we've, we've definitely let that happen. So some of the, I need to apologize to some of the RAs and RDs and the dorms. <laughs> you know, it just, it's just a testament to our guys. You yeah. know, I mean, we have a, we have a really good family here. You know, I mean, our, our players look out for each other. They work hard for each other, you know, and they just want to get better for each other. And that's, that's what makes this group special. You know I mean? It really is. And, you know, I, you know, we've had, we've had moments where players have stepped up and we've all had to face some adversity this year, but you know, the adversity is making us better every day. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, that scrimmage, you played to a one, one tie. I think that, uh, you know, coming back, are you going to have the same kind of lineup because you have another scrimmage coming up on November the 6th? 
we're uh, we're hoping, and you know, this is fingers crossed in the COVID world, but we're hoping to go full field eleven v eleven for that scrimmage. Nice. You know, and what we did with the last one was, you know, we have a little fun here in the office, and and we let Ferris and Taylor um, just kind of do the. We we did our own little fantasy draft to, to figure out the players and everything, and so. We'll do the same thing for the next one. You know, Taylor had to step in and play in the last one. Um, you know, so we're hoping to give him more of a chance to be, you know, a head coach of a team and let Ferris head coach the other team, um, you know, and, and let me kind of be an observatory of, mm-hmm. of both the team and them, you know, um, as they're both really, you know, doing a good job growing as coaches. But we'll do kind of a fancy thing. Um, you know, we've got some – we've got some good players that that weren't able to play in the last scrimmage that we're hoping they'll be back. And, you know, our guys are already looking forward to it. You know, we do have, you know, we got two weeks, basically two and a half weeks. And, you know, next week we have our traditional Halloween practice where we'll actually play um, whatever our numbers are. We'll play a full game, um, but we'll do it with our Halloween costumes. Okay. All right. You know, it's a fun tradition that, you know, we've, that, you know, we did it when I was at Walford. We did it when I was at Darlington. And, you know, it's it's unique uh, because we really just let the guys play and have fun with it. Um, but it, it's a pretty cool opportunity, you know, when you see things like, you know, Tiger Woods hitting a chip shot to the Pope and him heading a goal in, you know. So, <laughs> um, so it, uh, it'll be good, you know. And, and I think um, we're going we're gonna to do some filming of it and share it on social media so people can see it. But the good thing is, is that, you know, it's another opportunity for – for our guys to enjoy the reason they decide to play soccer as kids, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's the one thing that, that, that the coronavirus has, has really touched to me is that, you know, sometimes we get into our, our routines and, you know, you know, as much as I do, coaching is about 10% of our jobs, Yep. Uh, you know, but that's what we love to do the most. And, you know, it's just put us in a situation to where we've, you know, you don't you don't take anything for granted anymore mm-hmm. um and i think that's the big message with our guys too is that you know every every single day we get to train is a blessing and every day that we're going to get to play a game in the spring is is a blessing mm-hmm. and, and that's what you know we just got to be thankful for and and you know keep marching towards being the best we can be yeah speaking of uh the spring in 2021 uh, you know, we're all hoping to turn that corner uh, as we turn the calendar over into that new year. Uh, and there's certainly going to be a lot going on with all the teams and all the players and coaches. For you and your team, uh, what does 2021 look like? I mean, what are you anticipating as far as, you know, when will it kick off? How will it shape up? Um, you know, of course, we're all excited about it, but the doing of it is a, is a, is its own thing. So what is that looking like for your team? Um, you know, classes start back on the 11th of January. So our guys will come in there and then we'll spend the next two and a half weeks really doing conditioning and, you know, and some individual stuff until we get into our championship phase. We'll touch a ball for the first time as a team in a full, you know, championship phase on January 28th. And then, you know, we go straight into conference play, no scrimmages. Um, and we, we travel to Barton on February 21st for our first game. Okay. So, you know, it's a, our schedule this year is challenging. You know, if you take the top, if you take the top eight teams in the conference last year and made the conference tournament, you know, we were one of those limestones no longer in the conference, but we play six of the, of the other ones. Um, you know, so we're, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough, tough slate for us, but, 
you know, our conference is a very strong soccer conference and, you know, it's going to be opportunities for us to get better. Our conference office really stepped up for the kids. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, Kid Outline was the person who came up with the concept, but instead of just your traditional conference tournament where you, you know, you lose one game and you're out, they actually have put together a modified world cup. So our kids, especially our seniors, get to have more of a true student athlete experience for the spring. You know, and I think, you know, I think Conference Carolina's administration right now is is fantastic. Uh, you know, I think, you know, they've only been in there for a few years, but I every time they come up with something, I always feel that they have what's the best interest of the student athletes at hand, and that's what you want out of your conference office. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're excited about that. You know, that's going to be another another challenge. You know, there's even there's four teams that will play aggregate scoring. And so for people who don't know what that is, you know, we'll play a home and away. And when it comes to the tiebreaker, away goals count as two. So, you know, and when we talk about challenging, you know, challenging yourself as a coach to be better, you know, we got to think about things differently, Mm -hmm. you know, when we get into situations like that. Um, You know, but I definitely think we have a team that will compete day in, day out. I think we have the type of players on our team that, you know, they're going to fight for 90 minutes of every game and, you know, and give – give this school and give their, you know, their family, you know, and and our soccer family, everything they got. And, you know, we have, we have a goal this year and our goal is to, is to, you know, be competitive, win the conference championship. And that's exactly what we're going to, we're going to strive to do this year. Well, it's a worthy goal. And I think that's something that all of us teams are working towards. And I agree with you. Uh, I think every organization out there, governing body, things of that nature I think they're all looking at not just getting things going again but they're looking at how to best employ it not just in a COVID situation but how did we do it before well that was pretty good but how can we do it better everything is about how can we take what we used to do tweak it to fit the situation but make it better and more interesting more compelling more exciting and how we did things before it's like discarding the bad, leaving it behind, taking only what's good, and then tweaking it for the for the for the better. I see that across the board. It's happening in the sport of cycling too. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, I I just really think that this is this is a time to where, you know, none of us ever thought there'd be a, a scenario where where the world would get shut down for a little while. And I think that, you know, there, I'll be honest, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it for about a week, getting to spend time with my family uninterrupted. And then after that, I was really ready to get back to work, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it, it is one of those things, you know, I, you know, we talk about all the time, you know, and I'm, I'm a big Clemson fan and I, you know, I, I had the, the fortunate opportunity to, to coach there and be a part of an ACC championship team back in 2014. And, you know, there's a saying there that the best is the standard. And, you know, we tell our guys every day, you know, give us your best today. You know, if, if you've had the weekend off on Monday, your best should be pretty dang good. Uh, come Thursday, you've had to turn in some papers. You had a you had a really tough test. You know, your your full tank might only be 80 percent, but give us the best of that 80 mm-hmm. percent. And I think that this group really is doing that. You know, I think we get absolutely the most each player has every day. And that's what gives us hope to to only get better every single day and to be prepared, you know, we're much better now than we were in August and we still have three months before we play. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we just are excited about the growth of the guys and, you know, and us growing as, as a staff and really getting to the point to where we can, you know, 
really make our alums proud and and be a program and get this program back to what it used to be. Yeah. Well, Shane, I think you're on the right path. I think you're on your way. I think all the kids are on their way and uh, looking forward to keeping up with you all and the success that you will certainly have. Uh, and thanks for being on Inside the Den today to share all that with uh, the Bobcat fans. Thanks, man. I really appreciate you having me. Appreciate you doing this. And like I said, we're excited for our, our families, our alumni. We're excited for the school. And, um, you know, the only the best way I can wrap this up is the way I always do, and that's go Bobcats. Go Bobcats. To listen to this episode again or to find previous episodes, go to our website, lmcbombcats.com, or find us on SoundCloud by searching Lee's McRae Athletics. And as always, go Bobcats.